Welcome to Conversations with Klarna, made for the modern woman who wants to raise her self-esteem, increase her satisfaction, and build happy and loving relationships with herself and others. More and more, women feel they have lost their spark and the connection to themselves and miss deep intimacy in their lives. Rather than accept a life that doesn't shine, they want to change to one that does. Join the conversation each week when Klarna and her guests explore practical ways and positive solutions to living a new, authentic life based on self-love, connection, harmony, and joy. Now, here is your host, Transformation Catalyst, author and speaker, Klarna. Hello and welcome to this special episode of Conversations with Klarna. We have a different topic today, you will see. So I'm welcoming Abby Fox from Ibiza. She is a creative plant-based chef, inspirational speaker, and a food alchemist. She believes food to be a transformational tool and uses it to help those who struggle with low cooking confidence and emotional eating to create a healthy relationship with food, build trust, and love themselves. Welcome, Abby. I am thrilled to have you here. Thank you. So nice <laughs> to be here. To be with you again. Let us know how you became the food alchemist. I call myself the pleasure alchemist and you are the food alchemist. I think that's a sign. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I noticed when... Um when uh, you, you you sent me the invitation and it came up the pleasure alchemist and I knew that the, that was the name but I'd forgotten and it's just like wow two alchemists coming together so I hope we can live up to the names and and create some magic on the, on the call something up <laughs> <laughs> exactly and <laughs> um, so the food alchemist was born a few years ago I've always had a love of food but it wasn't something I ever thought I would work with or, or do as a living it came really really organically which I actually remember us being in a, a meeting that I started a few years ago called Conscious Connect and I was trying to find my path with coaching and cooking so it's actually really beautiful that this meeting is today yeah um, when this has just become very clear to me in the last few weeks um, I've been cooking on yoga retreats for the last few years it started in 2006 17. Um, my love for curry and food came from my mum. I grew up with home-cooked Indian food. The house smelled like an Indian restaurant. We had pakoras, samosas. There was always curry and rice. And it was just a very, very um, nourishing, like my Indian roots. My mum's born in India. So I had this um, family style love around food. But as I became more passionate about nutrition and started to focus on healthy food, healthier options, and I, I looked at ways to healthify my favorite foods. So my cooking started with finding plant-based versions of my favorite food from being young. So I, I made some of my mum's curries vegan. I made all like Indian alternatives without sugar in their desserts. So I really started to transform what sort of was a normal dish into something that could be plant-based or a healthier version. So I guess the transformation was coming and the alchemist was always within me. I just never knew it. Yes. And so that's how I started cooking in Ibiza. I, I held curry nights and then it just 
unravel. Yeah, I found a way to healthify a lot of my favorite foods from being young. And I realized that there was a way that you could create anything in the kitchen. And this was something that came very naturally to me. And uh, when I started cooking, I was working as a coach, but it just didn't feel quite in alignment. So when the, the cooking opportunity came to me, I was just like, yes, this feels right. It was like the universe just delivered it to me mm-hmm. and it, it just organically grew. And I actually thought to myself, when I started with these curry nights, which is where it all started, I thought I'd really love to cook on yoga retreats. And within a week of, I didn't even write it down or speak it to anyone. I thought it. And within a week I was cooking on a Kundalini yoga retreat. Wow. So it was just amazingly divinely timed. Yeah. And it's so amazing because I, I watched you a little bit on the way and I saw that transformation from being a coach to being a food alchemist, to becoming a food alchemist. And I really felt that this is the right, right way for you. So because you were, yeah, you were beaming all over your face when you were talking about the food and everything was cool. And I was once a guest on your cooking evenings and I can test him, test, how would you say that? Testify. Test, 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 yeah. That it was so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I just love curry because it has such a well it's so nostalgic and it's part of my heritage and that my mum lived in India till she was 21 and so I've really brought that into my food and I think it's so important that when you're doing work from the heart and really from your soul it's you know it's got to be authentic to you and that is such a part of my history and my well it's in my blood so it the passion just oozes out because I just love curry like it's and it's such it's something so simple and like who'd have thought I would have made a living out of curry <laughs> yeah exactly but it doesn't matter the most important thing is that you are in in the whole thing with your heart and this is yeah. what I I want to bring through to my listeners that it's always good when you find the things that you really love to do And if you can make a job out of that or a business out of that, wow, that's cool. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, it it yeah. took me a long time to find mm -hmm. that something. And it was always a, a lack in my life. It was always, I always felt like it was missing. Like, what am I here to do? You know, this, mm -hmm. this meaning. And I was always in jobs and a life that wasn't really suited to me. And of course, the chain of events unfolded that allowed me to find this within myself. But until it came with the cooking, there was always this like, ah, this void, this sort of lack of purpose. So it was always this question mark. And yeah, and as soon as it was the cooking, not you're not the first person to say that. I had many people say, ah, this feels like you, yeah. which is really a beautiful um, reflection back. And it feels good. And ultimately, as long as it feels good and you wake up and you're excited, to do this work because it's not even work you know I get to go on yoga retreats and transformational retreats and I'm like wow like this is just a dream and then now it's evolving into being helping helping others with their relationship to food not just with cooking it's really I'm seeing this beautiful um sort of dance between this passion for supporting others and the desire to help people transform with the cooking and it's actually together because cooking for me has been a way back to myself. It became 
a creative outlet. It became a way for me to really build confidence in myself, build trust in myself. And it helped me heal a relationship to food that from very young was actually quite unhealthy. I, had, I struggled with dealing with stress in my life, which, you know, like m many people have done, we've not been taught the tools to manage our emotions. And so food became a way for me to not even manage my emotions, actually suppress my emotions and numb. So it's, it's not just about cooking as well. It's about a relationship to food and myself, which is what's unfolded over there and that I've seen in myself over the last few years. Oh, it is so amazing when I'm talking to my different guests, they come, come from different realms of life. And we have almost all of us have one thing in common to make other people's life better. And this has to do with self-love and self-confidence and everyone brings this in a different way. So you are doing it with food and I love that because I love food <laughs> myself. <laughs> and I, I know that also well, numbing yourself out with food. If there is something that you don't like or so, then how quick are you there? Open the fridge door or the, the pe peanuts are my, my thing. Peanuts uh, box. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And, and do you just eat to comfort yourself? Okay. That's yeah. one, the one way to cope with things, but not always the best one. <laughs> no. And what's what, I mean, it's funny, but it's kind of not funny that it's normalized in society that you're stressed, you go have a glass of wine, you're stressed. Oh, it's all right. You have that chocolate dessert. And what I've really learned in my own healing with having struggled with digestion problems, most of my adult life, that it was, the overeating that actually made my digestion worse, not the actual food. Of course, there's certain foods that are better for you than others, but my obsession with healthy eating and healthy food was coming from a place of like, oh, I need to control my food because I still quite hadn't mastered stopping eating and knowing what was right for me. So it was tapping into my intuition about what I needed. And it wasn't, spooning in peanut butter when I'm stood in the cupboard when I'm stressed it wasn't going to the fridge at midnight because I was I was wide awake it was like right how do I feel right now and what do I need and these have become two of the most powerful questions for me and you know I'm still not getting it right there's times when I still eat a little bit more than you know than I wish I had um, and it's not about the weight gain or the weight loss or the it's it's about how it's feeling inside and the energy from which you're eating. Like it has to come from a, an intuitive place, not a like, <gasps> like a fearful place. Yeah. And also what I've learned is to not only to love my food, but also to put in all the gratefulness into the food that's in front of me. I've never done that my whole life. I just started this year doing that and it's so much better when I just sit there and and bless the food before I eat it. I know that there are people who do that always or did that all the time, but for yeah. me that was new and I don't know how I came up with that, but it, it, it really feels good. Yeah, your intuition told you. And I think the more in tune with ourselves we become, especially when you're connecting to self-love, you're self-pleasuring, you're getting out in nature, all of the things that, that we believe fills us up. Like, I think these things become more natural. And earlier this year, I was in Bali for a couple of months and 
everybody was blessing their food before they ate. And I did a, a food training. And every time before we ate our lunch, everything that we'd made, we'd sing and we'd sing like, um, I'm not the best singer, but Mama Bali, Medicina, thank you for this healing food. And this just vibration of song oh, yeah. and joy before we ate. And I just felt so like connected and just so joyful and food can really be a ritual. Mm -hmm. And in ancient generations, it was. And in this fast paced world that we all live in, food tends to be just something we eat to, to fuel ourselves instead of actually a really important time of the day. Yeah, and I would even say really, as I said before, not only to feel, but also to numb ourselves out, to not feel. Yes. So, and, and, and this is more important than ever that we feel and learn to feel whatever there is and so that it can dissolve. So if it's a feeling that we don't like, like fear at this moment is very, very present, just feel it and let it go through that feeling and don't numb it out or go over it. Yeah, and it, it comes back down to, you know, us learning and well, unlearning the fact that it's not okay to feel. Like, you know, when I was young, it wasn't really safe to express my emotions. I was judged, I was shamed, I was told I was too sensitive, you know, I was told to be quiet. And so you you build up armor and you go, oh, okay, so this is, it's not okay to express myself. And then you just become this like, you just put all of these layers on and then this emotion gets stuck. And so we don't have these sort of healthy outlets. So it's as I believe that we have a responsibility to, to unlearn this and create healthy habits around emotions. And then also teach that, you know, those of us that have children, you know, it's our responsibility to, to, to well, it's, I believe we teach what we believe to our children. And me and my husband were having a conversation the other day about, the values we'd want to teach our child when the one day we have have her we, we feel it's a her for some reason and I said one of the things I'd like to do is to really teach her about emotions and that her, her emotions are healthy and we also talked about teaching her to bless her food and to just be present with it and not to gulp it down and to actually look at the colors and you know, if she's choosing to eat meat, then be grateful to the animal for, for giving its life and be grateful to the farmer that, that you know, grew all of the vegetables. And it's, it's just bringing a bit more of the sacred into um, quite a, a busy lifestyle. Yeah, just more awareness and more consciousness. Yes, exactly. So being, being more conscious about what we are doing and eating and drinking. <laughs> so, Abby, how are you making a business now out of it since the retreat is not not uh, possible at the moment so this year yeah I, all the retreats were cancelled up until july and i was full so it was quite a process in even just accepting that but i i've had a few retreats and i've then ventured into more private cooking for families and clients in Ibiza, which was great, but it's actually been a wonderful turn of events. As hard as it's been to not have all of those retreats, I've turned my attention to teaching and people have been asking me for recipes and like, oh, can you come and cook? Can you come and cook for me and live with me? And you know, all the lovely things people say to me. And so I found a way of teaching online cooking classes. They're called Creative Cooking. And I've started them every Monday and it's become like the highlight of all of our weeks that have come on it. All of the women have been in my retreats that I've cooked for and we all cook together. And that's been one aspect of, 
how my business has grown in this time. So as much as it's been quite a stressful year for for all of us, like I do believe that when you choose to let it be a transformational time, use the, the darkness, the fear, and transform it, it amazing things can, can come from it. So mm. the cooking classes is the first step, and I'm just in this creative process of seeing how that can all unfold and create more support for people. And really, ultimately, I want to support people in their health your relationship to yourself, to food, you know, how you, how you, your lifestyle is, it's, it's all in this umbrella. And yeah, it's um, pushed me into the online realm again, which is where I started, which is really funny, but it's now come back into something that's really aligned. So. (laughs) Wonderful. And how can, is it possible to jump into your cooking classes or is it just for your, for the people you worked with already? No, it's open to anybody. Um, at the moment, they're every Monday and you can drop in by one class or you can buy a bulk class. But I think from the new year, I'm looking at creating more of a, a program. So it's I'm kind of just doing it step by step. I've done it before. I've planned and planned and planned. And then I, I try and stick to the plan. And then I'm not in a flow. I'm not in the creative process. So I'm really just learning by doing and just letting it unfold getting feedback and creating like that and that works much better for me oh, so I, I love yeah. that you are saying that because that's also something that I am learning <laughs> <laughs> just don't stick to your plan because you have planned it that's the the old way I've learned it now I'm just going with the flow either it flows or it doesn't flow and if it doesn't flow I take a break Uh, or I even or I even let it go completely. It depends on on uh, where I am. So I love that you say that. That makes a little bit um, more brings a little bit more confidence for other people maybe to do the same and not sticking to the stuff just because they committed once. <laughs> exactly. And this has been a big theme recently, actually, in me and some of the women I'm around. This this theme of commitment, this balance between the masculine and feminine. Um, the doing what you say you're going to do, honoring how you feel. It's like a dance between the two. Yeah. But I ultimately believe we need structure. We need a routine, but as a loose framework. And then you give yourself freedom to flow within that. So for me, when I have like a routine where like every morning I have a practice, every evening I'm doing something nourishing for myself, whether it's yin yoga or I've started writing in a little book of my little achievements. I have a, a Virgo mind that can be very self-critical. So I'm having to learn to really nurture and nourish myself with all the things that I can celebrate about myself. So like having these like morning and evening routines really works, but then having the day a little bit more loose so not having like, right, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And go 12 till two, that's a time for creation. And then two till four can be learning or whatever it is. And it's still a structure, but it's a loose structure. And it's taken me quite a while to get to this place. It's, I've been so like either all structure or all freedom and neither <laughs> actually works. <laughs> Isn't that funny, Abby? It seems to be a little bit familiar for those people who come from Germany or England or so, those structured <laughs> countries to Ibiza, because there you, you go from 
while from the, the structured stuff completely to the non-structured stuff. And then you see, okay, that's nice, but it doesn't work. And then you try to, to put both pieces together in the way that suits you personally best. <laughs> exactly. And I th it comes, I've seen it so consistently, like it's this all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And then it's like coming back into balance as to what actually works for you. So we kind of do have to go to these extreme sort of versions of something to then come back to what works for us. And that's kind of the same as how I've seen it with cooking. Like I've been like full on, like not, I say normal, but what I grew up eating meat, loads of um, potatoes and grains and pastas and breads and a minimal amount of vegetables to going full vegan, nothing from an animal, really strict. And that didn't work for me. It was too restrictive. I don't like labels which comes into what we were talking about structure and routine and this like creative flow. Like they're all just labels. Ultimately it's coming to find what works for you. So in everything that I'm teaching, it's about creative cooking. It's about tuning into what you taste, what you like, how you like to cook, what time you like to cook. Don't just follow a recipe. It's like follow a recipe and then find your own flavor. And it's the same in any aspect of your life. It's really about just coming back to yourself. How does this feel? How does this feel for me? And that's what we've been disconnected from for so long. So, you know, having podcasts like this and all the amazing people that we've been around the last few years, you know, it's the, the world is needing more of this consciousness so that we can, we don't have to do all of this undoing over the next few years and we can look after this beautiful planet that we're living on. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So if people want to connect with you, they can do it through your website, right? Yes. Um, they can go to abbyfox.com. Our Instagram is where I'm most, most active at the moment, which is okay. abby underscore fox underscore. I will put the links in the show notes so that people can just click on it. <laughs> yeah, great. And if they want to attend one of your cooking classes, they find it on these places. Or is Instagram. What's funny is I didn't even have time to put it on my website because I just decided I'm going to do cooking classes. I put it on my social media and then straight away I had people saying, yeah, I'm going to join. So um, again, it was just in the flow. So if they message me on Instagram, they can um, they can get the information and then they'll see upcoming um, upcoming things that I'm going to be doing. And if they go onto my website, there's also the opportunity to download my free recipe book where I've got seven free plant-based recipes that are all gluten-free as well. And then once they're on their email list, they will also receive any updates, notifications of, of upcoming um, classes and, and the cooking retreats in the next 18 months. That's my, that's my wish. Cool. Do you want to write yeah. a, a recipe book or cookbook? Or yeah, that is also in the in my heart to do the I've got an online one that's downloadable but I would love to just see on a shelf like a beautiful a beautiful cookbook by me so potentially one day <laughs> <laughs> Abby it was such a pleasure talking to you and I think you listeners you got a few ideas uh, what our life is about <laughs> just to find what what's in you what brings you the most pleasure and go for that and just stay in the flow absolutely what brings you the most pleasure in anything it's not just food and sex it's everything exactly. that's what life's about exactly and every day stay in the present moment <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much for having me Clara. Uh 
Thank you for listening to Conversations with Klarna. Remember to follow us on social media and get connected. Visit our website, conversationswithklarna.com, for show notes and additional episodes. And if you like this broadcast, please share it with your friends to help us empower more women to live an authentic and happy life and make this world a better place for everyone. 